Accidental Hope listeners, wanted to let you know that we have launched a Patreon. If you're interested in giving from a joyful heart, please follow Patreon forward slash Accidental Hope, and I would love your support. If this blesses you today, would you mind liking, sharing, following, subscribing, tell a friend, or even leaving a review? Thanks so much. Welcome to Accidental Hope Podcast, a community that seeks hope and healing from a faith perspective. My name is Jennifer, and I'm not an expert, but I do share life experiences because I believe it will help someone else. So get ready to open your heart, laugh, cry, and receive. Let's get started. Hey, Accidental Hope listeners. Thank you for tuning in to season four, reaching out to me, those that have and that still continue to listen. You guys are amazing. This truly blesses me more than I can even put into words to follow the Lord's obedience and to practice speaking and to hear all the amazing stories that God allows me to be brought into. I want to attempt to talk about this topic because I don't think that we're going to have an answer and we're all going to have different opinions, but it's something that is, I am searching and seeking the Lord with. I wanted to share it and hopefully it resonates with you. What is forgiveness? What does it look like? Why should we forgive? And can we forgive ourselves? It's really big. I think there's two different camps of people that kind of, you know, there's this one philosophy that, of course, you know, um, we are people and we can totally forgive ourselves and we're called to forgive ourselves. We're called to forgive others so that we are forgiven and we're a person. And then there are some that are like, no, you know, the authority is all God and, you know, we can't, we don't have the authority to forgive ourselves that, that God forgives us. And then there are some people that are like, I don't know that I could ever explain my way through that at all. And I can just say, I have compassion towards myself and my faults. And none of these, I'm not going to pretend that I have the right answer. I I know what I believe in my heart, but I also know that there's a part of me that's questions and questioning your faith and questioning the Lord and seeking him for guidance is totally healthy in my opinion. I mean, Jesus when he was on the cross, asked the Lord, Lord, have you forsaken me? You know, there are times when you need to, in a healthy way, be curious and know that you don't have all the answers. I am on a journey to understand forgiveness. And what sparked this topic in me is the Accidental Impact uh, website, accidentalimpacts.org. It's a foundation wonderful people, Dr. Marianne Gray, and a lovely board, many of whom have been on the show. They created a survey for caddies that went out, and I've since lost that data, but I decided to record anyway, because because if I keep putting this off, it's just going to bother me. But So they sent out this survey, and it has been stewing in me since, because an overwhelming amount of people did not feel forgiven overwhelming amount of people did not feel forgiven or did not feel like it was possible 
and and this topic of forgiveness is a part of our healing. And I know for myself, I understood that God forgave me. I did. I didn't. I really understood that God forgave me. You ask it, you repent of it, you, and, and, and even then I was like, Lord, you know, what did I do? Um, uh, what did I, what do I need to repent of? You know, I, I really struggled with the words, um, but, but still I knew that God forgave me. I knew that God would meet me where I was and that I could talk to him and he would forgive me of um, even just being angry. He would forgive me of um, when I fall short. I, I felt good about that part. I struggled with whether or not David forgave me, okay? Um, but the Lord revealed that to me in a vision. I think I've shared it a couple times, but I was in worship service and I was trying so hard to worship the Lord and I would start and every time I'd start, it would suddenly go from worshiping the Lord and praying to the Lord to suddenly saying, David, I'm so sorry. And I'm and just without even a, an actual thought, I'm just crying out to this man I never knew and, and apologizing. And God finally said, hey, <laughs> stop. You're making this like an idol. This is not good. Like you were talking to me, you were worshiping with me and he can't hear you. You know, the moment he entered heaven, he forgave you. The moment he entered heaven, he forgave you. And I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's in scripture. I knew that to be true, right? I wasn't sure if his family members or friends forgave me for falling short. But then I had this question of, could I forgive myself for falling short? Could I forgive myself for the circumstance? And that was a big question. I didn't know how to answer that. And I've really struggled with that for the last five years because there isn't a real good answer. I think I have accepted for sure. I have accepted that I failed that day. I have limitations as a human being that I am not perfect and that because of my actions, someone was hurt, wasn't intentional, um, but there are limitations to the human mind, the human brain, the human capacity. And that day, my limitations affected so many people. Um, so I, I, I got that part. But this idea of forgiveness and how do you forgive ourselves? And even I struggled with um, being able to be angry with other people. Like, how dare I be angry with anyone else? Because I've done this thing. And it contradicts my belief system. Because if I believe that the Lord died on the cross for my sins, and that when I repent and ask for forgiveness... That he not only forgives them, but he forgets about them. That they are gone. They are washed white as snow. They are forgotten. If I truly believe that, then I have to live it out in my life. So I, um, I want to offer you this, um, this idea. Can we forgive ourselves? Is there something in your life that you haven't forgiven 
I could give you all the statistics that say why we should be forgiving and loving people. And it's all for your benefit, right? We don't forgive anything to, we don't forgive situations to excuse them. We forgive situations because we want to be forgiven. We want the grace. We know that maybe our offense is different than the next person's, but we have fallen short and we have hurt people. And I truly believe that people who have experienced the deep love and forgiveness and grace of God become more forgiving and loving and gracious people. And if we aren't, sometimes that affects why we struggle to to accept that we are forgiven. Because if we can't forgive our brother and sister in Christ or neighbor or that person who wronged you 10 years ago, then how in the world could we then be forgiven for such horrific accidents, right? But when you go back to the fact that God sees all transgressions as the same, all of them, big or small, he sees them all the same. No matter how filthy one person is next to the person who isn't as filthy, he loves us all the same. And that is because he is God. And that is so hard for us to wrap our minds around. So if you're sitting there today and you're struggling to forgive someone, including yourself, I want to offer you to be kind to yourself, to talk to yourself in a way that you would to someone you love. Be gentle to yourself in a way that you would to someone that you love. I offer you that. Um, and I'm going to offer you some scriptures and some prayer as well. Ephesians 4.32 says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other as Christ God forgave you. That compassion and forgiveness, they go hand in hand. He has offered that to you through his son Jesus and his work on the cross. Extend it to someone else. Even if they don't deserve it, because none of us, none of us deserve it, right? So when you say, Lord, I forgive, insert blank person, right? Situation, circumstance. And you declare, God, I trust you in that situation. I'm going to forgive this because I accept it. I accept it that it was allowed to happen and I grew from it. My faith grew from it. And maybe declare those things like I see fruit from that situation. I repented. I was able to share my testimony. I was able to whatever that is for you. I accept this, Lord. I accept this circumstance. I accept the situation and I trust you with it. I trust you with my story. I trust you with this wrongdoing. I trust you to take care of me. I trust you to 
work things all out for my good. And then you pray for that person who has wronged you. And if it's yourself, if you let yourself down, pray for you. Pray for the strongholds. Pray for the mindsets. Pray for the the generational curses. Pray for maybe the the decisions you made prior to this situation that eventually led you down this road. But that's where we are because I don't know how to tell you how to begin the forgiving process. I can tell you why you should forgive, but if you truly, truly seek after the Lord with your whole heart, saying, Lord, I surrender to your will. I love you. I accept the the plans you have for my life. I know that all things, good, bad, ugly, tragic, will be worked out for my good because you said it in your word. And I will see the fruit of this situation. Even if I can't see it right now, I know it is coming. And if you believe that, if you believe that, then it is easier to forgive your neighbor. It is easier to forgive that other person because it's like, hey, hey, I don't know why this happened. I, I, I don't excuse what you did. But it's between you and the Lord. I can love you because God says so. I can see you how God sees you. And that doesn't mean anything other than that. You are protecting your spirit to not become hardened and burdened by unforgiveness. Matthew 6.14 says, For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. And I think that this verse can be weaponized in some ways it takes there's no timeline in this it doesn't mean like hey you know you better forgive me or you're not forgiven you know that that is I mean it's truthful but when we realize that how much how much we have fallen short and we are forgiven it only makes sense to forgive those other people and you are included your your personhood where you are human to say, hey, talking to yourself in a loving and compassionate way, we're going to accept this, that decision you made that was not good, that action that you carried out, those words that you spoke, that accident that you created. We're going to forgive our humanness and not under our own authority, but because God says that he did the work He did the work. This is not your identity. I just pray that you are taking steps towards forgiveness in your life daily, daily seeking the Lord. I didn't want to talk about this because there are no black and white answers. You know, I'm a math person. I I teach math. I love pretty little solutions, right? And um, I was, you know, like I said, I've been thinking about this for months. And it's a new season, and I've been nervous about starting the podcast again, but longing for it too. (laughs) And then um, I I heard a sermon about forgiveness, and this pastor, who is very well-respected, said, you know, self-forgiveness is impossible, you know? And it's not even needed, because if you have the Lord's forgiveness, why do you need your own forgiveness, right? I mean... I guess I think what I think we're saying the same thing, but we're saying it in different ways. He's saying that once you you have 
you know, Christ lives in you, when he forgives you, there's, there is nothing to forgive in yourself because God has done the work. I think that's what he's saying. I'm actually going to email him, but I was (laughs) everywhere I've turned lately, a song about forgiveness. It's come up in conversation. I was reminded the other day about, um, something that I did as a teenager. I was like, man, I was really upset with a situation. And I did that same thing way back when I was 17 and and I had totally forgotten about it. And today when I was like, okay, I'm going to record, I'm going to record. I was like, kept finding reasons of why I shouldn't or didn't have time to. And, or why, even though I do this as a living, you know, I'm a teacher by trade yet talking into the microphone by myself versus having a guest that I can interview. It is so intimidating. Like I, I literally cringe. Um, I am a teacher. I love to teach, but suddenly when I have to sit and, and talk to myself, I, I really struggle. And I was just about to just be like, forget it, forget it. I'm not doing this. Um, I was in, I was in my bathroom and I was searching for one thing. I was searching for lotion and I touched this oil that a a dear friend of mine, another caddy, um, sent me a couple years ago. And there's just a little bit of this oil left, but the oil is named forgiveness. Um, and I took it out and I smelled it. I have it right here. I can smell it. Wish you could smell it. It has such a light fragrance. Such a light fragrance. I I still don't have all my smell back from COVID. Um, It's kind of like, doesn't have anything very strong. It's just pleasant and it's light. And I want to offer that that is what forgiveness is. It is peaceful and gentle and it's not strong. It's worth the work. It's worth the trust and the courage to say, I forgive. If you're struggling with that, you know, seek someone to pray with you, to stand in agreement with you, be with someone that can, um, can help you pray for that person that you're struggling to forgive, confess it. And I, I just challenge you with that. I offer that to you. It can be one of the most beautiful things. One of my very favorite examples of forgiveness that I will never, ever forget is when um, the police officer, Amber Geyer, Botham Jean, that murder trial, you know, she was a police officer. She was found guilty, right? But then Brant Jean, Botham's brother, I believe it was like a little brother, asked the judge if he could hug Amber Geyer. And she asked for forgiveness. She said, I'm so sorry. And you watched the brother of a man who was slain innocently in his own home embrace the person that took his life. And it is the most beautiful act of forgiveness. There is so much beauty and restoration for both souls. And it touched millions with that act. It doesn't excuse the actions. She is still in prison, but it is a beautiful testament to what God can do in your life. And so I offer that to you. 
in a personal story, some of you may have known or heard me speak of in high school, I had a boyfriend, my very first boyfriend. We were both uh, active in our church. So we were both believers. We had accepted the Lord as our savior and we were, you know, we were leaders and we entered into a sinful relationship, right? When we did that, this young man who was my same age became very possessive. I saw um, parts of his heart and soul that I didn't know existed. He was, um, I don't want to say abusive in the sense of every single day there was just this thing. But in fact, a couple times he lost his anger, his temper, and I was shocked shocked because we had had this wonderful relationship and then we took our relationship too far we invited sin into it here i am one day after school we had been working out i still don't remember what i said i know i was teasing him we had just worked out you know and suddenly i find myself being picked up by the throat um, he picked me up. I, I mean, I weighed barely 100 pounds. He picked me up by the throat and slammed me against his bed. I think it was kind of like a wrestling move, right? And said to me, don't ever talk to me that way again. And his, I can remember his grip against my throat and I was just in shock and crying, sobbing. Um, and then I remember not being able to speak real loud. I remember the strain on my throat. And um, I'm 17, by the way, <laughs> 17. Um, I might have been 18. Um, and I, I know it was cold, so it was winter. So yeah, I should have been 18. And um, his brother happened to see and said, you know, let her go, let her go. And he let go. And then he kind of like pushed me off his bed and onto the floor and I fell to the floor and I just didn't get up. I started crawling towards the front door and he's shouting. And I think his brother was like, what are you thinking? And, um, I was sobbing and thinking how can I get home because he had drove me there and it was horrible it was it was a, it is one of the most traumatic experiences of my life but when I got married when I knew I was getting married the weekend before I was getting married I wrote a letter to this young man who I hadn't spoken to in years and I wanted to make sure that he knew I forgave him. And I did that with a genuine heart because I didn't wanna carry that into my marriage. And I wish him well, because I know now I don't excuse what he did, not in the slightest. I would never want that for, um, my, my daughter, I actually did try to, um, uh, 
I did try to press charges, um, but I knew that I wanted in my life, going forward in my marriage, I, I wanted a clean slate. And I had to offer forgiveness. I had to let him know that I forgave him so that that would not be brought into my marriage, not into my own heart, my own soul. I didn't want to carry the weight of unforgiveness because it would cloud how I saw my new husband. And I think it's one of the best decisions I've ever made. It was just between me and the Lord. The Lord said, do it. I said, okay. I don't even know if he really got the letter. I mean, I stick it on the car windshield. But I'm glad I did it. The Lord knows I did it. And I know that I did it. So I offer you the peace and the joy and the testimony of forgiveness. I offer that to you and I and I pray that over you. I hope that you will take these few scriptures. You can Google, there's a ton of them, and that you would take them, seek them, pray about them, journal about them. And if you have any more, if you have any stories of forgiveness, please feel free to reach out. I'd love to hear from you. I'd, uh, I'd love to hear more stories of forgiveness or what the Lord has taught you through the act of forgiveness. I think they encourage us when we listen to them and we share them. So I thank you for listening, and I look forward to hearing your stories. Lord, I just thank you for all that are listening and seeking you, Lord. This is a heavy topic. It's a big topic, a topic that we, within ourselves, you know, we don't think as you think. But Lord, I ask that you would just cover us in your forgiveness, and we thank you for your grace. We thank you for what Jesus did on the cross for all sin. Lord, I ask that you would show us those secret places, the parts inside us that are hurting, that maybe they're buried very deep, and they, they hold a seed, a root of unforgiveness. And Lord, we ask that you would uncover that. As painful it is, as it is, I, I pray that we would have the courage to uncover it, to uproot it, to lay it at your feet and say, Lord, I accept the will, your will over my life. And I pray for the person who wronged me. And I ask that you take this bitterness and take this unforgiveness and I hand it to you. And I ask you to wash it as white as snow. Lord, I ask that you would just teach me your ways to walk in your ways, to love the way that you do, to see others the way that you see them. I thank you for what you are doing in our lives. We love you, Lord. And I thank you for your son, Jesus. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Accidental Hope. Remember to seek hope and share it. Come back next week. Bye. Happy Music Number 7 brought to you by scottholmesmusic.com.